Welcome back to the Suresh Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind and Jahangir started their move up north to the Maja region. Guru Hargobind wanting to go to Amritsar and Jahangir wanting to eventually head up to Kashmir. Along the way, we heard how the wives of Jahangir saw Guru Hargobind and were enchanted. They were infatuated with the Guru's form and desired to have a meeting with the Guru alone. So last chapter ended with that discussion between Jahangir and his wives where Jahangir told the wives to go test the Guru and see if he would be enticed by their beautiful glance and flirtations. So chapter 7 now begins restating that that Jahangir was sending his wives to test the Guru and all the wives were extremely happy just to get the opportunity to get some time with the Guru. So some of the wives were 16, some were 20, some were 25. They all bathed and then cleansed their body before putting on very beautiful and colorful clothing. They put on very expensive and elaborate jewelry. It was embedded with gems and diamonds which glistened so sharp like water. Some were wearing necklaces with four layers made out of gold and embedded with diamonds. Many of them were daughters of Rajput kings who married into the Mughal family and they were extremely beautiful, just stunning. Their eyes were like petals of a lotus flower and they all had very thin waists and voluptuous breasts. their pants pajamas were layered exquisitely like so many layers of the leaves of, of a banana tree they were walking so gracefully like swans every single portion of their body looked so gorgeous their eyes were lined with eyeliner and looked so beautiful like the eyes of a pied wagtail bird their eyelashes were so beautiful like cupid or gamdev's arrows they would destroy the ego of a lotus flower if compared These women were all specifically picked out across the whole empire for their beauty. How far can one go to describe how alluring they were? The emperor had directed these women towards the guru, and the poet Santosh Singh says that it's just like when Urvasi, a very beautiful damsel from the heavens, went to go test the chastity of Shiv, or when Indra had his dancers in heaven test Narad, they went to go destroy all his accumulated austerities. So in the same way these women went like in the mythic tales to go test the guru but they first sent a messenger to the guru saying guru hargobind the wives of jahangir desire your darshan divine sight they want to have a private audience with you because they are not able to be seen by others they are in parda so oh resolute one please fulfill their desire give them your darshan in close proximity alone Guru Hargobind heard this and then went back to his tent to sit in private. Guru Hargobind, the knower of all hearts, understood what was happening and agreed so that he could teach them a lesson. So the women came on a palanquin which was all covered up so no one could see. They got out at the guru's door and then went inside the tent with great happiness. They were wearing great amounts of gold jewelry with jewels embedded in it. they first placed down an offering to the guru and bowed down and sat close to the guru these were these women were so gorgeous and had very light complexions as well and when they sat there they removed the clothing that was covering their face and they were just staring at the guru they were just out of control seeing the guru up close they were intoxicated 
Guru Hargobind looked at them at that state and just said, you have received great reward from your previous good deeds in previous life to have received such a beautiful and stunning appearance. And as such, you as wives of the emperor can enjoy everything and anything you desire can be called upon quickly. You should, however, also do selfless service of peers and fakirs, holy men, and keep great faith and love with your husband alone. This is the duty of a woman to never desire anyone else but their husband. Listening to the wise words of the true Guru, they still desired to turn the Guru's focus towards lust and said, O oh, Pirji, you don't have a, a woman around you, no wife, you're so youthful. So this is just a reminder here that the Guru is probably between 16 and 18 years old here in the story. So they say, how do you spend your time then at night if you don't have a woman at this age? Guru Hargobind, you're so beautiful, it's indescribable. Who would not be enticed when looking at you? Why do you not enjoy this to your heart's desire? Youthfulness does not stay with one for long. There's nothing more enjoyable than the union between a woman and a man in their youth. Don't let your youth pass away without enjoying love. Understand how to enjoy all aspects of your body. Guru Hargobind then responded saying, In every single life form, one can enjoy sex with women. It's the same enjoyment in every life, whether it is a dog or pig, they all enjoy it in the same way. But this human life is especially distinct from these life forms. We are able to remember and contemplate on the divine, on Koda which takes us away from countless lives of pain and which will remove us from any suffering of death. The pleasure of youthfulness only lasts briefly, so don't contemplate on focusing your love on that. That happiness which is eternal, that bliss which is eternal, not confined by one's physical capabilities, that bliss you should desire. So perform selfless service to the true Guru and remember Allah. Don't give away so much just for so little pleasure. Such is the mindset of a wise and intellectual person. So you should in the same way, every day, enjoy the love with your husband alone. And remember Khuda, the divine, and enjoy that true bliss. The wives of Jahangir heard this, which obviously fell on deaf ears because they just started to, at that point, remove some of their clothing, showing their beautiful bodies to the Guru. They were flirting with the Guru in countless ways. They were just looking at the Guru's body and were just a sacrifice to him. In all the ways that beautiful women could entice and flirt with the Guru, they tried, but no vice fell into the eyesight of the Guru. He was just spontaneously chill, as was his mood at the beginning of the meeting. The women were looking at the Guru with seductive eyes, lifting their arms up, pressing them against their chest to show off their breasts to the Guru. Showing and showing their beauty to the Guru, but getting no reaction, they felt defeated. They were not able to move the Guru into lusting for them. They spent some time there sitting with the Guru. They listened and spoke back and forth. They all understood that they had no power against the Guru. So then they got up before bowing down, clasping their hands together, facing the Guru, and they understood that Guru Hargobin was a truthful Bir, an exalted holy man. They praised the Guru before heading back on their palanquin and then heading back to their own tent. Jahangir at that point 
entered their tent and began speaking about the Guru. He said, Today you all went to go see the Guru up and close. Did you see how large, strong and resolute the Guru was? What did you make of the Guru's presence and his words? What did you see there sitting so close to the Guru? Does his mind fill with lust when he saw you or not? Did he feel that he was missing out without being with a woman? All the wives clasped their hands together and replied to Jahangir saying, There truly is no one like Guru Hargobind. We flirted with him in many ways. We did everything we could to entice him. All our attempts were like the wind hitting against the largest unmovable mountain, which was Guru Hargobind. He remained totally, spontaneously at ease, not bothered at all. He spoke so sweetly and he taught us that we should not have any love for anyone else beside our husband and to forever remember the divine Khuda's name. We heard this and we were blown away. We saw our own fault and a certain dispassion arose within our mind about the world and we began to feel drawn to the remembrance of the divine. Such beauty, such youthfulness, such large body, such strength, such wisdom he possesses, yet has total control over his mind. He is not chasing over any pleasure at all. He is worthy to be saluted by the entire world. Such is a great beer. We truly understand how he was your protector. So always keep respect for him and you will receive great happiness in this life and the next. He knows all the inner thoughts of everyone. Such a great saint. So never displease him and keep him happy at all times. The Emperor Jahangir heard this and then he said, I understand this and I recognize the great throne, the great seat of Guru Nanak. I remembered the Guru at night and he came and he protected me from the two tigers and that one doctor that told me to call him out from the Gwalior jail. And he even brought out those kings from that jail which were going to live there for the rest of their life and die. Those kings didn't deserve to be released, but I released them because the Guru desired that. The enemy of the Guru, Chandu, he did such a vile act towards Guru Arjun. I also delivered him to the Guru, to please the Guru. I did what was probably not wise to do politically, releasing the kings, handing over Chandu, but I did it to respect Guru Hargobind. And now that doubt in my mind I had, we tested out, I sent you all to test him, and now I worry if the Guru might be angry about this. So in the morning, I'll go and humbly ask for forgiveness. So Jahangir and the wives kept discussing and praising the Guru for some time and then ate food of all sorts of varieties and flavors. They slept for the night. Jahangir woke up in the morning. He woke up before sunrise. He was very eager to see the Guru and he headed towards the Guru's camp at that time. He saw on the way there the beautiful manner in which Kirtan was being performed, which by listening to with one point focused mind, one attains bliss. The six had started the Dvan session, the court session in the morning. Guru Hargobind was seated amongst them. Jahangir walked in, he bowed down to the Guru. He sat down listening to Kirtan, enjoying it greatly. When Asadivar was completed, then Jahangir began to praise Guru Nanak. Guru Hargobind then respectfully treated Jahangir there in the court and then said, this is the great city of the elder Guru receive the divine darshan sight of this area and your mind and body will become pure and you'll receive great reward for it this is the house of guru amardas the great city 
of Golwanwal, which he founded. Your father, Akbar, he came here and gave us many villages as an offering to the Guru. So at this point in their travels, they had reached Govindwal, and this is Guru Hargobind explaining to Jahangir that this town has significance in the Sikh tradition. So Jahangir heard this and said, please show me the entire city and please forgive my past faults. I have come here to ask for forgiveness. Guru Hargobind heard this and then respectfully said, Guru Nanak has been extremely graceful upon you. Forever remain facing and pleasing towards the Guru's house. And then we will treat you as our own if you do that. But from this place, we will separate paths now. You will head to Lahore, but we desire to head to Amritsar. It's been quite some time since we've been to Amritsar. So Jahangir heard this and he said, but I also wish to go to Amritsar with you. I will receive the divine darshan of Amritsar and then I will head from there to Lahore. So please take me with you. Guru Hargobind recognized Jahangir's love he had in his heart and then agreed to the plan. He showed Jahangir all of Guru Sahib and then got ready to head out to Amritsar. So that's how chapter 7 concludes. In the next chapter, we'll hear how Guru Hargobind and Jahangir head into Amritsar where they are received by the entire Sikh congregation. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page.